0: brother, what are you going to do when you're going to jump in the ring with Hulkamania is you're going to regret the decision you ever made of getting in the ring with Hulkster, brother. Alright? Fucking you going to the Hulkster to your damn to your damn Trump?
1: My repertoire?
0: Yeah, you're Harry carry. All your repertoires.
1: <laughs> I tell you what, man, that's huge. <laughs> Don't forget about my John Gruden I got. What they love, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you worked on that one, man. Nice.
1: I'll tell you what, man. Oh, I may be racist, man, but I know how to call it defense, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Hey, John Gruden, has been no Hey, John John Gruden was the it. He's a big thing. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. a big place. I know a lot of big places, big people. I've been one of the biggest people of all time. I'm just saying, Janet, not that itch. Trump, itch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with you?
1: Hey, man, I don't know what's wrong with me, but there's a lot of things wrong with you. (laughs)
0: Listen, you can't fucking do that imitation in that jersey. Can't do it. We'll we'll say it,
1: Hey, I've always been a fan of Kirby Puckett. And hey, Jim Tomey. I've always liked both of them.
0: Well, Tomey so wasn't there for the big ones. Maybe he can't.
1: Yeah, but I remember <laughs> him after I died. I saw him play. <laughs> hey, yeah.
0: I got one thing to ask
1: you. Who are you asking?
0: <laughs> Not any one of those characters. i am asking myself. All right. Dude.
1: What's up folks? Welcome back to episode forty-eight of the Beers with Brian Podcast. <laughs>
0: no, that start was probably one of the most energetic, but one of the best, I think, in my opinion. That was a good one.
1: Hey. We've had a lot of good ones, but that one was good too.
0: I saw a story or I heard a story on the radio first and I had to look it up for myself. What what is the most important thing in everybody's life that you have with you? Throughout the
1: day, every day, all the time. Well, the first answer that came to my head was my phone, but that's not important bam, to me. Bam. Yeah, Stop right that was that phone. was the first thing that came to my mind.
0: Exactly, we have everything on our phones, everything. Yeah. From bank step, blah blah, you pay for.
1: Blah, hey, I don't blah. even I don't even print a boarding pass anymore for airplanes. I just show Back. my phone.
0: So what would you do <laughs> to save your phone? Cuz I got a story.
1: that this chick. Oh shit. So like
0: Have you heard it? Have you
1: heard it already? No, but like what what's what's the furthest I would go to save my phone? Yes. I guess it depended on the reasoning to save my phone.
0: We just want, we just want to do that because it has everything, dude. That is your whole fucking life is your phone for most of the people.
1: Yeah, but see, here's my thing. I don't have. I've got expired boarding passes. I don't have any of my credit cards on it. So like, all I've got is photos and contacts and like also exclusive exclusivity to the beers of Brian podcast. Uh, it's all I got on this phone.
0: Great. However.
1: I'd fucking I'd wrestle a naked crack addict to save the beers of Brian podcast. That's that, all I'm saying. So
0: let me ask you this: Ask me if you were dropping a deuce in an outhouse.
1: I'm picking it up.
0: And it went down I'm, into I'm the pick, gold shanks.
1: I'm I'm just picking it up just like a little cobra.
0: What as uh, fast as I that, can?
1: As fast as I can. No,
0: but what if it fell down and landed in not the. Deuce that you just dropped, somebody else's deuce that's about three inches behind yours, and is just standing the straight up. Would you go after it? Let me ask you that. Would I you gotta go be it?
1: honest. I gotta be honest. At that point, I'm taking the L. I'm not. I'm not going after it. All
0: right. Good call. Listen, I don't know what I would do to be honest.
1: With you. Wouldn't do know. it. My dump different. Somebody else's dump. Uh, right. I, I, me, I can't. Let me, let,
0: me, let me throw this one at you. There was a woman. She had to be rescued out of an outhouse after trying to get her phone.
1: She? Hold on. She had to be rescued (laughs) out of an
0: outhouse? Alright. yes.
1: If this bitch is face down in some toilet water, I swear to God.
0: This is up in Washington State. A woman who accidentally dropped her phone. That makes
1: sense. That makes sense. She accidentally dropped in a national forest and fell in while
0: trying to retrieve it and had to be rescued by firefighters in Washington State. So the fire department chief, Tim Manley, said the woman who's at the top of Mount Walker in the Olympic National Forest northwest of Seattle had been using her phone when it fell in the toilet on Tuesday. <laughs> Manley said she disassembled the toilet seat and used her dog leash to try to get the phone and eventually used the leashes to tie herself off so she could reach it. So she needed that extra reach, but she needed something to hold her up so she wouldn't fall in.
1: What kind of outhouse what? is this?
0: Uh, it must be, I don't know, a pretty big one, I guess.
1: It's a hole in the Grand Canyon,
0: dude. But the grossest thing is that effort failed of her tying herself off the dog leash and guess what she did she fell in head first
1: (laughs) god that's fucking
0: gross
1: that's disgusting dude That is disgusting. Not even falling into your own shit, but you're falling into somebody else's shit. Mm -hmm. That's the worst part is that it's not even your own shit.
0: Dude, so she fell in head first. The only saving Listen. The only saving grace was listen, if you're falling in head first Do you have the mindset, hey, make sure I grab my fucking phone? No, I'm
1: wings out. I'm trying to stop myself from falling.
0: (laughs) Before I dip my head in. Yeah,
1: I'm not eating. no, fuck that. I don't give a fuck about a phone, but I'm catching myself from falling in.
0: Well, you know, good for her. She fucking found the phone. She got to have her phone, so.
1: She probably ate so much shit. Yeah.
0: It didn't work very well, said mainly. But the woman was alone and tried to get out of the outhouse for ten to fifteen minutes. Reunited with her phone and then finally called nine one one.
1: From her phone?
0: Yes. No. So she had to use her shit infested phone well, and push.
1: Her. I mean she she might as well fucking being covered in it.
0: Yeah.
1: What's the what's you the difference? First. At that point, what's the difference, you know?
0: I'm putting the phone directly right up to my face. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, far. at that
1: point, dude, I'm already, I've am i already had shit in my nose. Like, I don't give a yeah, fuck you got, now. You got
0: corn. You got peanuts. You got everything on the side oh. of
1: your face. <laughs> God damn, that's wrong Yeah.
0: So she was reunited with her phone. She called 911. And uh, the responding firefighters passed her blocks to stand on. ...to reach a harness, which they used to pull her out of the vault.
1: <laughs> I'd have fucking... I'd have put one of those fire hoses on that bitch. Yeah. You're not getting anywhere near us until we can hose you off.
0: Hey. <laughs> Listen, hey. They like said that when they, pulled, when they pulled her out, she was uninjured. And they said that um, they strongly encouraged her to seek medical attention because she was exposed to human waste.
1: Yeah, hey, she, here's no, what we're I, telling you. Ma'am, ma'am, here's the deal. Uh, look, you don't look like you have any injuries on you, but you smell like shit, so you might want to go see, uh, see a medical professional, all right? And then afterwards, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get, go ahead, go buy Chubbs and Sons and get you a nice, tall, cobra. Yeah, there you go.
0: I wouldn't get in a taxi.
1: But yeah, you him. still smell like shit, though. No Uber is gonna pick you up, okay? But
0: that fire chief says he's been doing this shit for four years.
1: Never just seen like... it. That <laughs> <I just> is <laughs> fucking. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, dude. that doesn't make dude, sense that somebody would. T- Hold on, but Chubbsy, let me ask you the same question. T- that you you just took a dump. You dropped your phone in it, and it goes past your dump into a third party's dump. Do you pick your phone up? So the same situation. Do you go dump. past your own dump? That's, that's the question. Do you go past your own dump to pick your phone up?
0: God damn, that's a fucking big question, because...
1: I don't. It's $1,100 of a phone, but I'm not touching somebody else's infected better, yeah, shit.
0: You got two scenarios right there. Yeah. One is you find something, you find a fucking board or something. You push your phone under everything. Sure. So it's it wet. Sure. It gets destroyed. Yep. No information gets out there. Yep. You get yourself a fucking phone.
1: Yep. Or. Or. If you're that fucking
0: desperate, you find this is a stupid ass bitch. A fucking. You gotta find a better way.
1: It's dumb. It's, it's so, so dumb. dumb.
0: You expect a dog leash to hold you up to try to fucking lower you down to get your phone?
1: A lady it's meant for a dog.
0: It's anchor man!
1: Not anchor, not anchor lady. lady. And that is a scientific fact.
0: <laughs> so no but that would be a very, very tough decision because listen. If it's in somebody else's shit, Three quarters.
1: I'm not touching it, dude. I'm not
0: doing it. I'm pushing it,
1: motherfucker. Down. And I'm not. Do t- it. I'm pushing it. I'm taking that yeah. that rod or whatever the fuck I'm given, and I'm trying yeah. to make sure that all that shit pass. But fuck. For, first off, porta potties, porta johns, absolutely disgusting. They're just like rancid ass. Like. When you walk up to one, you know... That is the one thing you're confident in, is you know what you're getting into with, with a porter potty Like, motherfuckers been sitting in the sun, you're at the county fair. Like, that shit is just... Like, you know what you're about to go into, so you hold your fucking nose, and you dive in. You know what I'm saying? Like, Listen. drop my phone in that blue-ass way... Oh, God, no! Run, my run. fucking phone comes up, and it's blue? Oh! I mean, you know...
0: Listen, you know a lot of people, right? All of your friends and what they—can you imagine the people that actually go into those places and shit?
1: Dude, Rickard, I've smelled an aftermath of Rickard bombs, but that was at his family household where there was refreshments. And uh, if I ever had to follow him in a porta potty, there's no fucking way, no way.
0: I would do it in an emergency.
1: If I had to follow myself, but, dude.
0: But who in the fuck does that? I don't know too many people in my fucking
1: It's it's my, weird, right? I mean,
0: it's like it's that, like that shit in an outhouse.
1: Yeah, you're not gonna catch your boy doing it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not Who
0: does it? Anybody in my family? I wouldn't even do it, and I will shit anywhere. I don't think Tanner would do it.
1: Yeah, oh you know that's a question she, to be bad uh, <laughs> that, that that's a question that no. uh
0: Those are the nastiest fucking places ever to shit. No, I I don't know anybody that would do that. And so, whose shit is
1: actually down there? I think that's shit. You know what the fucked up part is? Is that whose shit is down there? The shit from, if it's, since it's Friday, today, when we're recording, the shit from Tuesday is down there. That's the fucked up part. It's like. Look, if it's my shit in my own toilet, yeah. i probably go hand first into it. Whatever it's... Okay. It's all mine, right? It's all mine. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about it because it's me. But... If I'm in a fucking... Oh, God. I couldn't even... I don't even fucking sit on the toilet, much less fucking go a hand deep in that shit. No. Just fucking no fucking shot. Just, that would be... Europe. Dude, Just I'm trying to tell you... That would be a fucking fear-factor type of moment for your boy. Does he have the ability to grab his own phone as his mother is calling in everybody else's shit? Mom, it. Mom it went to voicemail. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Love
1: you. Love you. Dude, dude, no. Oh, God damn, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not, dude. And especially in a porta john, when you know the temperature is thirty degrees hotter than it should be, dude.
0: You're nah, sweating. dude. Especially if you're... Nope. I've never ever taken a shit in a porta john ever, and I don't know anybody that has. And so I'm wondering, where's all that shit coming from? Who takes a shit in a porta john? Hey, there,
1: know there are a lot of people that do. I'm telling you, there's a lot of I people. I don't
0: fucking know anybody. To be honest
1: with you. I, I, I could probably. I could probably point out a few people in my graduating class that would do so, but but would they would they follow their phone down in it? Probably not. I don't. Ugh. Fuck man. Hey, that shit, look. Back? I've I've never wanted to waste eleven hundred dollars more Go than. Back to the...
0: Head first. This shit went head first.
1: Oh my God! She went fucking head first.
0: Yeah, remember the story? She went head first, dude. So head and shoulders no,
1: and least went fucking underneath. No, no, that's how she got stuck. Is she was on a porta potty, dropped her phone in, and then decided, hey, tie
0: yourself up with a dog leash.
1: let me Michael Phelps it and dive into this shit cesspool of
0: shit. Her streamline was horrible.
1: Obviously. I mean, she's, she's not looking to be quick. Can you oh imagine my that? Go- hey, but seriously, you know she's probably got some kind of STD, right? Like, previously. Previously.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, that she was just a woman with a dog. She's got to be
1: a nasty bitch. I mean, she's, <laughs> she's diving in and shit at first.
0: What? Well, she didn't mean to. She was just trying to get down there, tied off with a dog leash, and the dog leash broke, and bam, head first. So she didn't think it through as far as ideas of how to get the phone out. Yeah. Her idea, obviously. Was the wrong one because the leash broke and head first she goes into the goodness pond.
1: I. Dude, I don't Uh, know. um,
0: The phone stays for me.
1: Here's the The deal. Here's the deal. The phone stays. Yeah, the phone definitely stays for me. How much money would it take for me to take the dive?
0: Oh, good fucking question.
1: And and I, I'm gonna be honest. The first number that came to my mind was ten grand, because that's ten iPhones. I know I can get ten iPhones, but ten grand would help. You know, as, as a common man, it would help me do what I gotta got, do. Cause this podcast ain't paying shit. You know what I'm
0: saying? You got a baby coming too, so ten
1: so grand. I'm saying, look, well, ten grand might be something. But I'm not saying I'd do it for 10 grand. But I'm just saying. But to but it, I guess it depends. How deep into that... Po- God damn it. Because are just so I, nasty, dude. They are so...
0: I, it doesn't matter, Brian. The fucking the whole point of this whole
1: thing is when that fucking leash broke, oh.
0: she went head first. <laughs> so that's what you would have to do for your money.
1: So they had to... You oh. have to go... God, no fucking sh- Okay. Alright. If I- If I- If they- Okay, so if it was like, Brian, here's what you have to do to win X amount of money. We're gonna give you three choices between what's gonna hold you up. And if it breaks, you fall in. And it's, pra- it's like one thing of yarn, a shoelace, and then like- Um, like, um. Like a like a headphone cable that was made in two thousand four, okay. So I picked that, and if it breaks, oh dude, I mean I'm talking fifty grand. I'd have to fifty thousand dollars. I'd have to. I'm not I'm not falling into stranger shit just for. Fuck, uh.
0: I'm not doing that shit for less than a million.
1: Yeah. Well, you damn. To pay my ass.
0: <laughs> damn.
1: Yeah, but bro, with your, that. with your shoulders, dude, you're not falling past the toilet seat, bro. You but know. once
0: I go, once I go in there, my fat ass may not come up out of the shit if I'm going head first. You know what I'm saying?
1: You are you saying that you're gonna dive in and come right out? <laughs> no, I got a good chance of inhaling fucking shit and uh. not being able to make it out of there. I need a million. That's. Fucking yeah, yeah, you know what now that you say that now that you say that that makes, sense.
0: Motherfucker that makes sense.
1: I'd never dude but I but it comes back to my point where like I would never fucking go after my phone. Like if I'm in my toilet where I just took a shit I'm going after my phone. Yeah,
0: no, I get that. But think about this
1: think about this. You drop your phone in the amount of water that a toilet is you got what fifty fifty that it's that it works. iPhones aren't shit. They're not waterproof. They're not they're not anything. So the fact that I am willing to go in after my shit for my phone that's probably not gonna work, and this bitch <laughs> went into a porter john after her phone. No, she she's smoking on some crinac for real. Yeah, she's on no, some that's... other
0: shit. Like I said, I'd never do it so good for her or not bad for her because she
1: found it. Did she find it?
0: Yeah, no, yeah, she found it right away because she called 911 from being in the shit. She was in the shit for fucking 20 minutes before fucking 911 got there. And that's the only reason they knew because she found her phone and the shit encrusted phone she held to her face to call 911.
1: So and, they showed up. They showed up and said, ma'am, are you hurt anywhere? She's like, no, I just got shit on my chin. <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah, uh,
0: no. So anyway.
1: God.
0: I heard about that story and I'm like, Jesus, that just gives me the willies right there. So, All right, I, On damn. a lighter note. On a lighter note
1: uh-oh talk to me
0: let's see what we got today
1: talk to me chubby first off let's also talk about that the minnesota twins are leading the central division your boy if you guys can't see is representing the twin squad baby i'm representing the twin squad that's a joe Maurer jersey with my twins hat on Chubbsy, half-ass glass, baby. Just like last Ma'am. two times. What are we working with?
0: Well, I don't know, man. It looks very foggy, but it looks...
1: It looks refreshing, though. lighter fog. There, there's some kind of fruit in that. I know that.
0: It really is. Yeah. I'm, I'm still going on what I've been going on the last three or four pods. It's a summer beer. So I'm trying a summer beer that I would never, ever buy. Yeah. And... Let me give you my first fucking drink of it and hey. then we'll
1: talk. Yeah. Take your take your first sip, cleanse the palate. Take your second one for the taste of the beer. Jebsie's taking his first sip for folks who are just listening in. And uh his face is like, "Uh, let me let me His face is very curious. He's like, "Let me get another sip of that because he wants it. He wants it. He likes it, but he doesn't know why he likes it. That's why he took the second sip, folks. That's why I took it. Look, if anybody knows Chubsy like Chubsy knows Chubsy, I know Chubsy like Chubsy knows Chubsy.
0: Thank you. Exactly. Um,
1: and if anybody wants Spanish lessons, Senor Chubsy is giving them uh, this Friday night at the Greek in New York City.
0: Uh,
1: I think the so. Greek's in Los Angeles. Anyways, Chubsy.
0: I went with a brewing company that I think you're a fan of, out of um, Asheville. Again, I'm big. I like a lot of the Asheville beers because they they make something different and all yep. this other shit. They I have think this is a, of, a beer, but it's the Wicked Wicked Weed again.
1: Yes, sir. They are. Wicked, yep. Wicked
0: Weed Brewing, but this can looks just so refreshing. So it's a.
1: Oh. Yes, sir
0: and so it's the
1: fresh pressed
0: fresh pressed
1: nice dude that does look good that looks like that looks like a morning after a night of partying is what it looks like that looks like that that looks like that hangover refreshment
0: but it's a wheat ale that has mango pineapple and guava
1: (laughs) hey this is not a racial podcast. Never have we ever discriminated against racists. But Judges just called you guys gooabas. Right.
0: <laughs> but the thing about it, though, what I got out of it was a taste of um, grapefruit. Ooh. With that mixture of those fruits, it tasted like grapefruit. And I don't like grapefruit. So let me get another one in here.
1: Get another one. Hey, it's your beer to drink, dude. Get another one.
0: Yes. It's got a bitter taste. I mean, so you it's, don't it's like apple. it. It's got a bitter taste for an ale. That's not good in my opinion. For an ale, that should not be bittery. So yeah, no, it's
1: quarter. Chug. Quarter. Mm. Quarter. Chug.
0: Wasn't good at
1: all. That's a rough. That's <laughs> a rough score. I get it though. I get it though. You know, you you can only you can only like what you like. And look, folks, if you're making beers out there that aren't, like we talked about last week, that aren't Chubs and Sons beers, I mean, Thank you. you know, you're just making shit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, a man confident about his own stock. All right. You know.
0: It surprised me though because those flavors together, I thought it would be more fruity.
1: Yeah, But it's and, more of a bittery Like I said, uh, just wasn't wasn't good. I mean,
0: I'm a yeah. The grape. I I couldn't believe I got grapefruit out of those fucking three mixtures.
1: Yeah, I. You know, I'm not I'm not one to usually guess that grapefruit is the the flavor that you would guess, or that anybody, not just you, that anybody would guess. It's not something that. I don't taste something and go, oh shit, hint of grapefruit. And
0: I'll, be, and I'll be honest with you. Please. I am very disappointed in my last three pods of the beers that I've brought to the table. Because I haven't... Well, I got one full chub, I think, last week, but I'm fucking one for three. You know, this hey,
1: is... look, chubs. here's here's the deal. And I've been... I'm glad you said this, Okay. Because you and I don't do the pod for us, all right? And look, hold on. Let me let me hold this because it's more comfortable like this. You and I don't do the pod for us, okay? You and I do the pod to give others a perspective on a beer, okay? So you and I give that rating because when we're rock fucking hard, or rock hard, and people go try the beers. And when we're not, they know you know what? Maybe I should try it. But I have the expectation of what Chubb said. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think I think there's no there's no need to be upset about your rating because ratings are ratings. And look, here's my favorite part about this podcast: is if I hate a beer, I'm still gonna drink all of it.
0: Oh yeah, this motherfucker will not go to waste, I promise.
1: It will not. It doesn't matter how mad a wife may be. It is not gonna go to waste. All The thing about it
0: is it's not bad. It's
1: just not very good. No. Would I buy it at a bar? Absolutely not. Would I go to that brewery? Probably not. Would I buy it again? Probably not. Will I drink it right now in the pod? Absolutely. Fucking Because you know what? What do you guys get on this pod is you get motherfuckers who don't give a fuck. Alright? You're
0: witnessing. Zip, zip, zip. You get the truth. Ah! Ah! (laughs) Motherfucker,
1: I know you just didn't bring that flag out. Have you. Dude, I've told you about I've told you about that fucking scene. Have you seen that scene in like the last month? No. That fucking scene where he brings that flag out. And J-Rock's like, motherfucker, I know. The guy next to J-Rock almost completely loses his shit.
0: You he, didn't bring out the
1: dude. Ah. Motherfucker, I know you just didn't bring that flag out. But the guy next to J-Rock, like, yeah. loses his shit and has to go like this. Yeah, no. That's like, turn, dude. It's, yeah. It's, hey, oh shit, Chums. Oh, fuck. All right, I'm glad we're here. I've been meaning to tell you this. The last couple of days, I don't know why. I think I know why. I'm going to break it all down. But I've been super interested on... The voices behind South Park. Alright. Do you know who voices South Park? Um, no. It's okay if you don't. Matt Parker and Trey. Wait. Trey Parker, Matt Turner. Trey Turner Trey and Matt are the right first names, regardless of the last names. Have you ever seen the movie Basketball?
0: I have not. This one I have never seen.
1: It's fucking stupid, but it's absolutely hilarious. That's another Rickard and I would smoke pot and watch this movie. That's a Rickard. That that's one of Rickard's favorite. That's one of Rickard's top five. I'll put money on it right now. Basketball, Basketball. dude. Uh, guy, is it Trey Parker? Trey Parker, gotta be the name. Regardless, I've been watching, like, behind the scenes of South Park, and it's just... Remember Nick Kroll? I used to get so involved in him and his his characters and his voices and all this. Yes. South Park is only, like, five people. The entire show is only voiced by, like, five people. and And the two dudes, Matt and Trey are some of the fun... Do you know the character Ike in South Park? Yes. That is Matt's three-year-old daughter. (laughs) It is some of the funniest shit, dude. You have to watch... You have to watch the YouTube behind the scenes. But I've been so into it that I'm like, it is absolutely amazing that, like...
0: And you see
1: how genius that shit is, though. Oh. Oh. Dude, because I there's the main video out there is and i'm i think you're you're up to date on your south park but the main video out there is the um the centipede the fucking um god damn it what is the movie back in the day the the centipede where the doctor sewed three people together Come on. Oh dude. But but basically so basically there was a movie that came out, for the folks who don't know, and this evil German scientist div- like did surgery on three people. So he had the first person and he did surgery on all their kneecaps and made it to where they g- human centipede. Human centipede. That was the movie. So South Park made fun of it. And Kenny was in the middle of it. Have you ever seen that episode? So I saw the episode, but then I saw the behind the scenes. The funniest shit. And it, it what what I was getting to, Chubbs, is that it is absolutely amazing that how two people and I got a surprise for you, but two people come up with this entire show. Since nineteen ninety five? I mean like did you know Bill Hader was a executive producer on South Park?
0: No way.
1: Yeah, he was an executive producer for eight years on South Park.
0: Bill Hader is one of the fucking like, funniest he... most talented guys out there.
1: Talk about one of yeah, one of the most talented people. He's, He's so underratedly dumb. talented, dude. People yeah, don't right. people don't know. They really don't know about Bill Hader.
0: No, because his impressions—it's
1: Hader, right?
0: Hader, H yeah. A D E R. Yeah, but his impressions are fucking spot on. Anything that he did on SNL, as far as any character that he that he did, yeah, was spot on. I mean. It's fucking amazing. And then some of the characters that were made up for him because Stefan Oh my god, that fucking I was I would roll on that yeah, exactly. And that shit I'm
1: Yes, dude. That was what some- made
0: it so funny what made it so funny is because he couldn't he couldn't go through it Without himself cracking up.
1: Dude, with his, with his flamed up sleeves. Yeah. And then yeah. he'd be like
0: this. But then he would be fucking laughing so hard, it's hard for him to get out the line. Yes.
1: The so I mean, like, he, he's
0: amazing. Nice, yeah, Bill Hader's...
1: He, and he's so underrated, too.
0: Very he is underrated.
1: so I... underrated. People don't realize how funny. Because, dude, he was in uh, Pineapple Express, too. People don't, or, and Superbad. Him and Seth Rogen were huge. They're they huge yes. buddies. And he's a cop in Superbad. And he's, yep. Gonna eat your sister. Gonna eat your sister. Gonna eat your sister. Dude, some of my with fa- <laughs> I swear to, dude, that Bill Hader, it will, to this day, one of the most underrated comedic actors. Of our of of the two thousands, I would say. I mean, I don't, I no, know, he didn't hit the scene till like two thousand five. I told you I went down that rat last last podcast two podcasts ago. I went down the twenty seven rabbit hole. I also went down a comedic rabbit hole to where I found out Bill Hader was like two thousand five to to seven six 15, 17 of Saturday Night Live and like I don't know, dude. I I, I think Bill Hader is so underrated; it's incredible. Like he is.
0: No, I, no, I totally agree.
1: Yeah. It does a he uh, does an impression on. Um... Did you ever see the movie uh, Burn After Rolling?
0: Burn After Rolling.
1: What? Sorry, Burn After Reading. Sorry, Burn After Reading. Burn After Rolling was a Wiz Khalifa album. Burn After Reading. I, yeah. You, in, it, in, in my defense, Whistlyfoot named his album after the movie. In my defense,
0: nothing wrong with that.
1: Burn after reading it had um. Oh fuck! I can't even think. I can't even think of his damn name. He's he's as big as Tom Cruise.
0: Brad Pitt.
1: Is it Brad Pitt?
0: Matthew McConaughey.
1: Man. On. We're gonna figure this shit out. No, it's uh, so it's a Cohen Brothers film. George Clooney's oh. in it. John Malkovich is in it. Well, I guess Brad Brad Pitt. Yeah, Brad Pitt's in it. Where he, where he does yeah, that uh, dance. But no, I'm talking about um... John Malkovich. Fucking oh. God damn it. Who were we just talking about? Who was the Saturday Night Live guy? Who were we just talking about? Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Have you ever seen his John Malkovich impression?
0: Yes. I mean.
1: Holy. Fucking amazing. Holy shit. Like, who is John and who is. Like, I, I got. I was like, this is one of the greatest impressions in front of the person. Listen, you don't know this person. Do you know Alan Alda? mm
0: Do you know that actor?
1: I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Alan Alda. I'm going to give him a Lugal.
0: Look at his mask shit. Look at his... But he does... Alda? uh, Alan Alda. A-L-D-A. And he does a fucking... Nobody, yeah. Exactly. That's him. Hader does a fucking Alan Alda that... You cannot fucking tell the difference.
1: That's what I'm saying. Bill Hader is is it's
0: fucking amazing.
1: He is so underrated. And when I found out he did the South Park shit, I was like, there nobody knows this. Like, only I feel like South Park is. I feel like South Park and Fish have the same type of fans. Do you know what I mean? Fish the. the that's, a,
0: that's a great point. I feel like
1: I feel like people who are in the South Park are fucking in to South Park, and the people in there to fish, they're they're ready to do some mushrooms. And because be nobody
0: knows. Because nobody knows a fish fan. Nobody. Nobody. But they have the same. Fu- hundred thousand fucking fans. Yes. Follow. Y- yes. Yes. That's a great. fucking You know exactly
1: point. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. They're Great the same point. they're the same type of people, yeah.
0: Because nobody that you would talk to in your everyday life knows one fish song.
1: I I will say I'm gonna can I call a No,
0: you cannot call a timeout because you don't know a fish song.
1: Alright, foul.
0: Oh you need a thirty?
1: I need I need uh yeah, at least a thirty.
0: Alright, go ahead. All right. Give me a fish song.
1: So I got 30 minutes. I don't know a fish song, but I do know that Dirty Matthew Seldemeyer is an avid fish fan. He is one who is with the fish. And he knows multiple fish songs. And he is my connect to fish. I've never heard a fish song in my life, but Dirty is a fish.
0: And guess what? Because... Of that person liking that band, I will give them a chance because I like that motherfucker so much. You got to I like a chance because you know they're they they are the ultimate jam band that fucking plays for they are three hundred twenty two
1: hours. Yeah, and you can't. I mean, you can't hate on a jam band. Jam bands are nice. It's nice to go to a concert where they just kind of continuously play tunes that are, um, you know, I've never done mushrooms, but tunes that are psychedelic on the brain, on but, the senses.
0: Hey, but it's not for me. I couldn't do that, to be honest with you. I couldn't do that. I oh. have to go, when I go to a concert, I have to go to a band where I know the songs. Gotcha. Because when I go to a fucking concert, I want to know the songs to it. I can sing along. I can Interesting. jam with them together. If I'm sitting there, and I just hear nothing but jamming, and they're fucking singing their songs,
1: and I don't know them, I'm like, alright, well, really? what, do I, what do I do next? You know what you because do next, Chepzy, is you, you roll up a a joint of weed, is what you do next.
0: Well, I, w- I wish I could, but I can't.
1: Oh, I know. But, like, that's that's what, so I, I was right there with you, but then I realized, like, so Floyd Fest, Floyd Fest was the first time that I'd ever realized that music festivals are actually fun, right? I never, I am, I am a motherfucker, and he, obviously you raised me, I had never want to spend time outside, especially overnight, away from home. I don't want to do it. I never have wanted to do it since I was eight years old at Carolina basketball camp. I've never wanted to fucking, I've never wanted to be away from home, Right? And Floyd Fest in Floyd, Virginia, changed my entire mind. Okay, it's a huge age. When I tell a teacher that age, age,
0: you finally shit somewhere else besides home.
1: When I tell you I blew up a porta potty and then went for my phone. <laughs> That's where Floyd I did ben. it. That's where I did it, Jebs. No, no. Floyd Fest, Floyd basically, think of uh, think of a random ass farm in Rockingham County. Floyd Fest was built on top of each horizon. So, like, if you look out at Floyd Fest, you see like three or four stages, and they're all nicknamed something, and all these weird band weird as in like good bands come and play and like all you do is have no clue who they are and then learn who they are throughout the weekend but with the help of drugs you understand who they are so one of my favorite bands from Floyd Fest is leftover salmon right and you and you would have never not not saying just you but like anybody would have never googled leftover salmon Unless it went to Floyd
0: Fest. But wasn't that where St. Paul and
1: the Broken Bones came from? That is... It's not where they came from, but I did see them live at Floyd Fest. That was a... Chubs, I bought I bought tickets for the whole weekend for just myself. I was single at the time. And I said, Dirty... I called Dirty. I said, Dirty, I'm coming to Floyd Fest this fucking year. I'm seeing St. Paul and the Broken Bones because they're headlining at it was it was a stage called like top of the hill or band on the hill or or something on the hill stage on the hill something but st paul and the broken moles were playing one show the entire 4 days so i was like dirty if i don't fucking see this band i'm i'm going to hurt you i'm going to hurt myself i'm going to hurt somebody else like i i like this is why i'm coming to Floyd fest not that any of that was true obviously like um, Right? I'm not strong enough. But, I was like, Dirty, I gotta see it. Actually, Aunt Meg and Uncle Roy were there, and we saw St. Paul and the Broken Bones on... It wasn't top of the hill, because that's Chapel Hill, but some of the best times was not, not necessarily St. Paul and the Broken Bones, but not knowing who Leftover Salmon or Zach Jones or, like, who all these other bands were. And basically, you just, you know, I mean, Chubbs, we're being honest. You do a little, and then you smoke a little weed, and then you're just going out and watching some bands, and you're just, you're out in the Virginia, you're in the Appalachian Mountains in Virginia for a few days, and you're kind of just like, whatever, right? You can't believe that these
0: fucking talented musicians are out in the middle of fucking Appalachia. Floyd,
1: Virginia. Give it a goog, Floyd Virginia, dude. I mean, you don't you don't well, find awesome. you don't find yourself in Floyd Virginia. You
0: you I'm, telling, you. I'm telling you what, music is the fucking. It's what makes the world go round, in my opinion. Yeah. Music calms the soul. It does everything for you. I think. Music is a shit, and if you find it in Floyd Fest, you find yeah. it anywhere. We're old school, we're old, you know, we love the seventies, so that calms us, that love, we love that shit. So I do but music is where it's at, man. Music is where it's at. And if you find that shit at Floyd Fest, fucking ain't good for
1: you, dude. But dude, I've only been to Floyd Fest once.
0: I have, And look what you got. I have all got. of
1: this yeah, exactly. I have all of this from it. I do wanna ask you though, because I'm I told you I'm in that class, the history of rock and roll. And somebody somebody sent a message to our we have we have these discussions every week or whatever, and we have to like reply to them. And somebody sent this message saying, "My parents grew up in the in the seventies, eighties, and my dad was an avid Kiss fan. And of course, I, and and as a as a student, I'm required to answer certain discussions. So I was like, well, that's gonna be one that I answer. So Chubbs, what I'm gonna ask you for the pod. Was KISS always number one? Because well, KISS was when? KISS was the 80s, right? Late Kiss
0: 70s? 70s and 80s. They oh, were so we're talking like
1: 71?
0: No, no, they were the biggest in the 70s. Because really? they put on a show to where nobody else has ever seen a show like that before because they had you know, the fucking Fireworks, you know. Gene fucking blew fire out of his mouth. He, he spit up blood. The drum stage fucking went up, and he was, was elevated. He was elevated
1: fifty feet above the fucking crowd. Was it Nobody his own blood?
0: No, nah, it was just it was a blood pack in his mouth that he would spit out. And so I'm
1: just curious. I knew he did a lot of drugs. I'm just
0: curious. Kiss, <laughs> Kiss was the ultimate show. Their music was good, and it was it was the type of music that everybody knew and could sing. Yeah, and fucking sing along with it. It was good. Yeah. But they were they were a sh- they were the ultimate show. Now, if you're talking about a band or the music, yeah. As I've gotten older, I've realized that well, Kiss wasn't the ultimate music, you know. You've got you've got to go deeper, and but but the the show that Kiss put on back in the day, yeah, it was the best show out there. So like nobody had ever done it.
1: Hands down, best show of the '70s '80s would be a Kiss concert.
0: It would be man, because you came away with it like, cannot believe.
1: And it's yeah, that It's, it's, it's kind of like you had to you had to take in the appreciation of hey. We're gonna come out and play some banging music, but we're also gonna paint our faces. Our tongues are gonna to be out. You guys are gonna know the words. Like we are here to put on a show.
0: Gene Simmons has a fucking nine-inch tongue. That was that's fucking <laughs> that's evident on every album, everything that he does. That is so, so,
1: It's so that, insane, dude.
0: But, but then all of a sudden, this motherfucker would blow out a fucking six-foot flame out of his mouth during one of the... So it was a show. It's yeah. like, holy fuck. And then all of a sudden, Peter Chris, the damn drum thing, would raise to the top and all of a sudden. That's where he would do his drum song. Yeah. To where he fucking elevated 50 feet above the fucking stage. And nobody's ever seen that before. So they're... I wouldn't call it a shtick because their music was good. But their but show.
1: Let me ask you: Was their music, was their music the best? At some point, was it ever the best?
0: Their music fucking stands.
1: It rock. It fucking rock. Detroit Rock City is one of the greatest songs okay, ever.
0: It, I guess this is what I'm saying. Their their music is simple, but is. their music everybody gets and everybody likes.
1: Yeah. It's and a so favored, yeah. It's not. I, I'm not
0: trying to fucking put a dagger in the kiss because I love them. I mean, they're one of my favorite bands. Dude,
1: but I know
0: <laughs> when it comes to music, I mean, you know, it's one of those where hey, you're fucking, you're rhyming this with this, you're rhyming this with that. Let's make yeah. it a song. I will. And they've, done, and they've done it for fucking fifty years. So how the fuck can you? Can you badmouth kids? Right. They're still fucking touring right now. Right, seventy years old,
1: which is in so, Yeah, and and Gene Simmons' tongue still—it's ten inches now.
0: There you go. Yeah, because yeah, he's old. His balls are thirteen yeah. inches.
1: everything sag's when you get older, kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but those two are still the originals, hey, Gene and Paul. Look, they're still touring. At seventy years old.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you, dude. I, I was I had to, the part of the school discussion is I had to respond to the person who wrote my parents grew up on Kiss, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Like for six years of my life, I had the biggest fucking Kiss poster. Remember that ten yeah. foot motherfucker that I put up in my room?
0: I that Rick would,
1: that obviously Rick would fucking hit up against the wall and break that shit off. Dude, there were so many fucking holes that I'd have to put in that bitch just to hold it on the wall.
0: I bought that shit in Myrtle Beach, man. That was a fucking, yeah. I loved KISS. Hold up. You gotta talk and wash yourself, I gotta
1: pee. I'm holding, dude. Look, because what the people don't realize is that KISS was, and probably still is, I mean, we're talking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame here. We're talking Detroit has never been a rock city before KISS Name that song that. I mean, we're talking like KISS is one of the greatest bands to ever play music. You can't sit here and say that KISS did not influence rock music. It's insane. For people out there that say KISS didn't do it, KISS did it. They did it. And now, I don't know if Chubbs can hear me because he's in El Baño, but I think KISS is a Midwest band. I could be completely wrong, folks, because I was born in 1993. Could be completely wrong. But, I was only telling Chubb's that because Kiss was brought up and I was like, holy shit. Oh, they're from New York City. What kind of fucked up shit is that? But, hold on, let's talk about this real quick. talk about their fucking... Gene Paul Ace Peter. That is some disciple-ass names... Like That's that is that is like, Lord bless us with kiss. <laughs> Gene, Paul, Ace, and Peter.
0: Being, yeah, Gene, Paul, Ace, and Peter.
1: Dude. And
0: listen, I was so into them. I used to draw pictures of them when I was in school.
1: No shit.
0: Yeah, just their headshots, you know, because Gene was—he wow. was the demon.
1: I don't know. Ace
0: a Star Child. Yeah. Peter was the cat.
1: Did, now, now, did they all have different black... Somebody had a star over their eye, and then somebody had, like, right. a...
0: Gene was the fucking demon. He had the two things, and shit ran down. Ace was the star child. He had the fucking two silver things over his eyes. Peter was the cat. He had that, and then he had fucking wizards coming yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Paul was the damn star... I don't know what they called them, but he only had one star over one eye.
1: That's that's what I'm thinking of. But you don't. But people, I, 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 that is a kiss thing. That's only a kiss thing. People didn't do that.
0: No, nobody ever painted their faces, and the biggest thing about kiss back in the day was nobody knew who they were because they were always painted. Nobody ever saw them. Out of the paint, that yes. was their whole shit. Oh, totally. Went, because if everybody got a, a picture or a video of them, like going to their shows, yeah, they'd be covered. The, the, half of their face would be covered. All you could see was their eyes, and then everybody would hide them. It's like, you know all the paparazzi nowadays. How fucking
1: cool is that? They they started the That's, mask but mandate,
0: but that was that was the whole thing. Because everybody's like, oh my god. What do they look like? We they don't s- even know. Nobody knows what they look like.
1: They started the, the mask mandate. Know, yeah. KISS knew COVID was a thing. They started the mask mandate.
0: Thank you. That's it, <laughs> yeah. they messed up early.
1: That's fucking great, dude. That is insane. Right that is that actually is so, ironically, Chubbs, the present day KISS this is gonna sound absolutely ridiculous. It's gonna sound really crazy. And the present day kiss is going to be gorillas. <laughs> All right, it sounds crazy, but I know that you have heard one of their songs. I know you have.
0: What are you talking about, the band Gorilla?
1: Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let me. It's called Feel Good Ink, and everybody that's my age that's listening to this right now knows exactly what kind of shit I'm talking about because. It's, uh, but look, it's what I'm saying, it's the band that, um, You don't know it? This came out in like 2006. Alright. What's great is that you look at this album cover. Yeah. It's only created. The gorillas are only two people. But they never—they've never been seen in public. They, their identity is hidden, kind of like Kiss was. That's why I bring it up. It's kind of like Kiss was. Their identity hasn't—is not something.
0: But oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah. So uh, Kiss is—it's insane that they painted their faces. Then again, I feel like they own the '70s, early '80s. Of music, I feel like I feel like Kiss doesn't get the the credit they deserve now or ten years ago, but like back in the late seventies, early eighties, it was it was Kiss or don't Kiss.
0: But they didn't get they didn't get the respect they deserved because, like I told you before, their their music was simple. Because that's what they right. did,
1: that's right. When the,
0: when, the, when you saw them in concert, they put on the best show that you would ever see. Yeah. But simple songs. I mean, you know, Detroit Rock City. It's it's a great fucking jam, and it's still played to this day. Yeah, but it's a simple song. You know, I guess I guess the Hall of Fame is looking for. Well, they're in the Hall of Fame now, but it took them a long fucking time they, to do it.
1: It's yeah, but there's. I mean, how many fucking athletes, musicians, uh, anybody who have should have been in the Hall of Fame? They, Right.
0: There's nobody... There's no group or any fucking single performer that put on a show like, like Kid Ever. Yeah. Because that's what they were known for. And yeah. their music followed them. It's almost like they they worked on their show first and then the music kind of followed them and then they kept writing music. And, you know, their music yeah. is good. Yeah. But... Yeah, but they're all about it. I'm painting my face. I got these fucking just yeah. eclectic fucking outfits on to where I got damn 7 or yeah. 10, 12 inch high heels like, I'm going on stage.
1: For. Yeah, almost like almost like bring your glasses, not your uh not your hearing aids. There you go. Bring your glasses, what? not your hearing aids. Yeah. Like cuz we're gonna, <laughs> we're going to put on a fucking show, but bring your glasses.
0: No, but that's what they were. But the music is still good.
1: It is good. It is good. And it's still it, it is still played to this day. I mean, it <laughs> is still. But that's insane that you you have the opinion of somebody who focused on just their outfit, but their fucking music is the reason they're where they are. And, but like, yeah,
0: you cannot ever fucking put down a band that their music. From fucking fifty years ago. Nah, it's still, it's still playing to this day.
1: No, I will give you. I will. Okay, I will. I'll go. I'll give my future prediction. How about that? Fifty, 50 years. Double, Look.
0: You gonna stamp a double stamp?
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna double. I'm gonna. I'm gonna triple stamp a double stamp. Yeah, fifty years. All right, now in twenty years, X band music is still going to be played. Chubsy, tell me if I'm wrong, and I need you to call me out. I need you to call me out.
0: What can I in twenty years.
1: In twenty years, this nineteen nineties band is still going to be played.
0: Wow, you, you got one. You're gonna give me one, right? I'm
1: gonna give you one, yeah. And I don't okay. think I don't think you have an argument worth shit. talk to me and this has been one of my all time favorite bands ever period nobody can ever come above this band in my eyes I think the performance of Woodstock in 94 set them apart from anybody I think their first debut album of Dookie put them on the fucking map I think their rendition of American Idiot in 2004 set them apart from anybody else. Folks, in 2042, Green Day is still going to be on the fucking radio. I think Green Day is that band, Jobs. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. I mean, seriously, call me call me a liar. but
0: Now, do you realize how long they've been doing it already?
1: It's, it's like 88, but they hit the scene at like 92. So they, they've been, I thought.
0: Yeah, they're fucking almost 30 years in already. I know. <laughs> yes. I know. They're not going anywhere. Unless right. God forsaken, something happens to them.
1: But yeah, they're going to be. Yeah, I totally agree. And knocking I love on the that wood, band. man. I'm right.
0: With yeah. I love that band. And. More
1: yeah. fucking power to them. I hope they do it. Yeah, one of and I don't my, care. I, uh, so so with this was this rock and roll music class I was telling you about. There are some people saying my parents raised me on Kiss and my parents raised me on uh, Louis Armstrong. My parents raised me on this and on that, and like it's all about music. And here I am, like, yeah, my parents raised me on a mix between Kiss. And, and, like, Temptations. And, like, then I found I found my... I was born in 93. So, when 90, 99, 2000 came around, I was... I just kind of found my own way. And Green Day is the one that spoke to me. And then 2001... The shit, you know, the war started. 2004 is But I... Dude, I even... So, I'm babbling like a motherfucker. But... The the deal in this class is like, somebody uh, types a paragraph, I have to respond to it for my grade. And somebody responded, and I was like, you gotta go check out Green Day Woodstock 94. The YouTube video, you have to check it out. Because if you ever want a motherfucker to say, fuck everybody, but music, Billy Joe is, he's the motherfucker in that video, like,
0: the
1: yeah, the same video. And dude, she this this person responded goes, "I haven't seen it. I'm gonna check it out." And I'm like, "How have you I not seen it? it? You know." But I, again, I'm you know I'll be you know I'll be 29 in in two weeks, and I got a year till I'm 30. Chubbs. Jesus.
0: Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> just thats nice. It it's just done. makes us Old But no, Music
1: Music's incredible isn't it It
0: is it Has is, music uh,
1: ever given you bad Not bad vibes Because I don't want to put it I don't, I don't want to say bad vibes but Has Have you ever listened to music And music is like shut you down
0: never music always gives you a different perspective right of of what you're feeling at that time yeah Because, because you choose that whatever whatever you're feeling you know hey i'm feeling damn mellow let me play this i'm feeling melancholy let me play this i'm feeling down let me play this yep i'm happy as a damn lark let me play this yep so music you choose i think you choose that mood Because there's every mood of music out there. It is. And you can cry to it. You can fucking cheer to it. Everything, man.
1: At the same time, you can cry and cheer. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And the best thing about music, though, is me and your mother were totally fucking different music fans growing up. So when she came up, she was more of the R&B and fucking you know, the rap and stuff like that. I'm, I was more the rock and roll and, right. and stuff like that. And all of that was fucking fantastic because, you know, we got together, you know, she's introduced me to this that, fuck, I haven't heard before. Right. And and when it comes together, and especially now that we got serious XM, we
1: can listen to anything that we want, that it's music is just fucking... It is a it's a timeless adventure.
0: It, it cures the soul, though it does. It does,
1: just, dude. It fucking it does. Really does. I mean, I, every morning I I get up and if I, you know, I'm a typical podcast listener, obviously because I have a podcast of my own. But I like to listen to podcasts. But in the morning before work, I put my phone on shuffle, and I get into some music, and it could be some rap, and it could be some. Seventies. It could be some 80s rock. It could be some... I mean, it could be some... I thought of another band. Uh, last episode, we talked about your uh, your music career. There's a band called Coheed and Cambria. That's one of my favorites. But we're going to call them uh, Coheed and Chubbria. Um, of course. But Chubb's... I don't think... I don't think there's any other way to kind of end the episode. It's perfect. I mean, what else do we have to say?
0: No, man. Hey, music is life, I promise. There's there's music out there for everybody. And it's the soul, I promise. Music is fucking soulful. Whatever you listen to, yeah, country, rap, rock, yeah, any contemporary, whatever you listen to, man, it fucking it cleanses the soul. It makes you, it gives you that feeling. And a lot of times, when you put music on, you want a certain feeling. Yeah. You want to cry. You want to laugh. You want to feel good. Anything. Music fucking cleanses the soul. Period.
1: Yeah. It hits you. It hits you where you don't. You don't understand. Like music for me, it it hits me where I don't know why it does. And yeah. I say where because I don't know why my ear, my the top of my ear gets tingly when I hear a, a killer guitar solo. Like I, I don't get it. Because there's certain there's certain
0: music that takes you fucking back to certain times.
1: Yeah. Brian, oh, totally. Right. Totally.
0: All right. Listen, this is where we'll end the fucking episode, I think. let What do you think about when you played high school football?
1: Oh, fuck. I mean, I I think of boys in fall.
0: So you, I mean, your mother played that for you but, every Friday morning. <laughs> of your junior year, I mean.
1: But for anybody she, out there that's my age, I also think it but, hey, baby, hey, baby. <laughs> i riding in the club, hey man. Hey.
0: <laughs> but that's what it is, though, man. It was the boys' of fall. and your, especially your senior year because we totally,
1: were, totally.
0: Because our our games were on the fucking countdown, you know. And so, yeah, but well, she look, was there, man.
1: Hey, and I definitely thought of I definitely thought of a Chubbs acronym for ACDC, and I thought of um astronomical Chubbs. Departmental chubs, and then and then I was gonna go as far as Thunder chubs. Of course. Everybody knows. Everybody knows Thunderstruck. That is period. That's what music is. Everybody knows what Thunderstruck is, and that is a fucking song that was written in the '70s, '80s by ACDC
0: that's what i mean it's it's fucking i'm telling you
1: music music literally makes the world go round. i mean
0: they started in the fucking early 70s and they're still fucking playing this shit to this day they they have they have bands that damn the fucking the little bands that are just hey we're a cover band for acdc yeah there's so many we're a cover band for this
1: we're called cacd
0: they just transit They trans, I mean, just yeah, music yeah. is everything.
1: and it's incredible how. Uh, and this, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave us to this because we're an hour and eleven in. But right. it right. is it is absolutely incredible how. And here's how I think about music jobs. It's incredible how, let's just say, four dudes, in the early 1970s, get together, and they can all play an instrument. <laughs> And it's KISS. Or it's ACDC. Or it's some other fucking rock band. Or it's fucking Leonard Skinner's Southern Rock. Or like it is amazing to think that like four four people, not necessarily dudes. Dude, talk about the fucking cranberries. Zombie, one of the greatest rock and roll alternative rock songs of our of, of ever. Ever. R.I.P. But Think about it. I, I just uh, when I think of music though I think of like that band the first time they wrote the song and performed it, they're at some yep. Shanghai fucking bar where they're getting free pull tabs off that Miller Light or that Miller fucking whatever the what was the fuck the pull tab off the beer can what was the beer the High Life
0: hell yeah Miller High Life
1: yeah so. So, when the Cranberries came out with Zombie, that was more 90s, but, like, it was still, like, it was just them four in a garage somewhere when they said, hey, you know what sounds good? Zombie! And fucking classic. That's what's, I I, I guess that's what blows my mind with music, man. It is literally something that can group people together, that can... That can turn emotions upside down, man. I mean, tell me you're running out of a tunnel to ACDC. Ready to take a fucking head off, dude. Ready to hit somebody.
0: Ready. But even that fucking zombie, I mean, they didn't give a fuck who liked it. They just knew that this shit sounds good.
1: Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, this sounds good. Somebody's gonna like it. Yeah.
0: And it just ended up that fucking everybody in the world loved it.
1: Yeah. And folks, if we can leave you with anything, I got to leave you with this. There's a song by the Smashing Pumpkins that I had just realized that I love. And it's not 1979. It's not Disarm. It's not Today. It's not Chirp Rock. All those are great songs. It is Bullet with Butterfly Wings, and that's a banger. That's a 1990s hit for you, folks. If you love the Beers of Brian podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Text Chubbs. We'll put his number down below. <laughs> hey, look. If you don't want to text Chubbs, text my wife because I'm not leaving my number down there. No, I'm just kidding. Um, folks, we love you. I, Chubbs, I love you, man. This is this has been the best. You, this has been the best time ever. Um,
0: thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely. Chubs, thank you for having a beer with me. Damn right. There it is.
0: Folks, YouTube me.